1: a Big Spark Studios original.
2: The clock struck 12 and just like that, it's Gay People Month. Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you if you haven't already to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts and also rating and reviewing After You Listen helps us out so major, as does commenting on the YouTube video portions. Now, if you like video episodes, we put them up on YouTube.com slash Chris. And that's my little blurb for the day. Um, Now, before we get into the episode part two, um, I wanted to do today's shout out. Now, because it is Pride Month, I wanted to really tailor this month's causes towards the bettering of the LGBTQIA plus community. And that is why for today's episode, we are shouting out Encircle. Um, they believe every LGBTQ youth deserves access to supportive spaces and resources to help them heal, grow, and thrive. They offer community programs, support groups, and therapy services at all Encircle homes. You can learn more and donate at encircletogether.org. And it's no secret that in this show, Whole of a country um lgbtq plus people are day in and day out under attack and people are less and less safe literally just to be who they are and i think you know we'll talk about it all later in this episode but i just wanted it to be something like that because i mean even in the state of florida kids are now like able to be taken from their parents if they're, like, trans. Like, it's, we'll get into it, but I just thought it was a great cause, and I love the work that they do. So check out the description if you want to find the link to them. And let's kick off the episode with a voicemail. Now, if you guys don't know, you can call into 310-844-6459. And with today's voicemails, I really wanted to hear about queer people and LGBTQIA people who are have something to celebrate and are doing well in their lives. I feel like as queer people, all we hear are the things that are coming under attack and the people who are suffering and the before stories. And I just, I really want to also show that there are queer people out there who are having wins and are happy and are thriving because I feel like oftentimes that's so forgotten that that's even an like an option um and i know growing up i thought like oh my god like that's like a death sentence saying that you're gay i almost said straight gay lesbian bi trans like the whole thing so yeah i wanted to hear from you guys my little girls gays and days and let's kick it off with a voicemail oops wait did i just click a button
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey chris Oops. um my name hey. is sarah hey sarah um, i am a cisgender female i'm bi as f- and i just wanted to tell you the story of my first kiss oh. um, i was 15 i was at summer camp and i was hanging out with my besties all girls and yeah, I was like, were... I never had a kiss and they were like let's fix that so i kissed two girls for my first kiss so my first kiss involved three people which was dope. And they were like, this is going to be an excellent story that you can tell for the rest of your life. And they were right. Anyway, I later fell in love with both of those girls individually. Um, I did get to make out with one of them again, not the other one. That's kind of sad. But anyway, when I first kissed a boy, I was like really disappointed because it was really nasty and he was really slobbery and gross. Um, I do like men more now, though. Um, <laughs> that guy was kind of just like a piece of shit. But, you know, Ooh. so it goes. Anyway, I love women. I love men. I love being queer. And I hope everyone has a great Pride Month. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank I love you. Thank you,
2: Sarah. Love you. I love that she's like, this would be a good story for you to tell, Wendy. I'm like, you're yeah, on a D-minus podcast. Um, that is so exciting. She kissed a girl at summer camp and she loved it. Ow. um, That's so exciting. My first kiss was in a game of truth or dare in someone's backyard. And I'm not going to put the girl on blast because she doesn't deserve that. But yeah, m- men kissing versus women kissing are two very different experiences. It's <laughs> It's actually funny that you brought that up because I never actually thought about that, but Yeah, wow. It's a scary, scary world out there, kissing a guy. Ooh, dear. Some of them like to bite. And it's like, keep your teeth for your dentist, bitch. Now, before we get into the episode, I need to stop using that as a transition because we're already in the episode. But I want to talk about like just shows I've been... Like, what I've been up to. I went to a Taylor Swift concert, which was so crazy. And it pissed a lot of people off on the internet because... I guess in a video with Brittany Broski that I did, it was like overrated or underrated was the game. And someone said Taylor Swift and I said overrated. And I grew up listening to her music, like Fearless, Speak Now, Taylor Swift, self-titled album. That shit like built the bones in my body. And then like, I just didn't connect with her as much as a person. Um, And her music was obviously still like good. I just wasn't, as into it as I was her earlier stuff and um, I don't know I just I said that there was a disconnect and people were like there's no disconnect you said you you thought she was overrated that's hate I'm like oh my god it was the f***ing game underrated or overrated and when I think of a performer like Beyonce yeah, I'm going to say Taylor Swift's a little overrated. That doesn't mean that I think she should, like, die or she sucks and I hate her. Like, I, it's just... It was the name of the game. Anyways, that concert was, first of all, three f-ing hours long. Like, three hours long. She sang... Just Taylor being on stage. She had two openers. Just Taylor it was three hours. She sang 45 songs, which I was shook by. Um, I do wish that she played less Folklore and Evermore and more Fearless and Speak Now because obviously those are like my absolute jams but oh my god hearing like Fearless as like an adult and I was there with like my best 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 best, best friend who's like my soulmate Katia and she got us the tickets and just like where I was listening to that album when it first came out and then like listening to it now in my life I'm in such a different place and it was just so magical. Like I post, I took this video. I just like randomly like filmed and then put my camera, like my phone down to film us dancing to it. I didn't even realize like it was the song or anything. I was just like, oh, I'll record us dancing. And it turned into like the most magical clip. Anyways, that was really, 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 really fun. Um, And then Let's see oh i've uh Rupaul's drag race all stars let's keep it queer in this building. I'm watching that I'm not super into this season, I have to say i I don't know what it is, obviously it's like a comfort show of mine, so I love watching it, and I mean, I love drag, so it's fun to watch, but I'm just not like super wowed by many of the queens this season i'm I think Jimbo, I really look forward to her looks. But, like, still, it's, like, not the way that, like, I was, like, into, like, Sasha Colby and Anitra and all of these people. To you guys, if you don't watch, this sounds like I'm speaking a foreign language. But um, the Kardashians also came back for season three. And... It's, like, weird because you can tell every season what feedback they take note on. Because now I feel like they're like, okay, guys, people miss, like, the old us. So they're, like, trying to be – or maybe they're not trying to be. Maybe that what they're showing is – I don't know. It's just – I think in the episode I watched last night, Kim mentioned something about, like, how she so gets when people say, I miss, like, the old artist – and I just think when you're a beginning artist or star or a beginning athlete or anything, there's such a newness and an excitement. And I feel like you have a lot more freedoms to kind of do and say and be how you want. And then as you kind of rise, people expect certain things from you, but you're also growing and developing as a person. So I think that is really interesting because, like, I would kill for nothing more than, like, season five of The Kardashians. <laughs> um, of keeping up, I guess. Those are two different shows. But um yeah, that's I think this season's gonna be better because I think they're actually gonna show drama. But I don't know. I feel like maybe it's run its course, which like not doesn't break my heart to say, but I that show was like another one that I would like watch and I'd be like, oh, another dysfunctional family. This is so good to see. And then they became like billionaires. So <laughs> the relatability kind of ended there. Have you guys seen any good shows? Everybody's like talking about Succession and Ted Lasso ending. And I don't watch either of these. So
3: so Guilty Pleasure of Late is actually watching New Girl, which is not a <laughs> new show. It's an old show.
2: No, it's an old girl. It's an old girl. But Mia is so into it. Oh my God, Fun. So while
3: she was away at school, I got into it. And now we've been just jamming through episodes like
2: nonstop. So that's been a lot of fun. Justy, what about you? Uh, I've been watching the
3: new season of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix. It's a comedy show.
2: (gasps) Oh, my God. Is Okay, I think I saw literally a clip for this this morning on TikTok. And I was like, what show is this? Is there one where he does like a pass it forward, a pay it forward bit in a drive through?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the one we watched last night.
2: Oh, my God. Is that the show? Okay, I think I need to watch. I think you need to leave.
3: Where he pays it forward and then he, he rushes back to get in line?
2: Yeah, he like... yeah. <laughs> I was like, it gives me very much Nathan for you kind of vibes of like the like same kind of humor, same kind of entertainment almost.
3: Yeah, highly recommended.
2: So that's the name of the show I think you should leave?
3: Mm-hmm. Third season, so you've got a lot to catch up on.
2: <gasps> oh, that's not that much, though.
3: They're like Adult swim size shows, so like 15 minutes.
2: Oh, oh my god. Adult Swim is only 15-minute shows?
3: Like, most of the shows are usually like 15 minutes.
2: Oh my god. I, like, never watched Adult Swim because I was never allowed to um, because I was in a kid swim. So, wasn't SpongeBob made for Adult Swim?
3: No, it was on Nickelodeon.
2: No, no, no. I mean, I know... <laughs> Guys, I know it was on Nickelodeon.
3: It did, it did have sort of, like, adult underlying themes.
2: Yeah, in... Mr. Krabs lived in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know if that was, like, one of those... Oh, we should do an episode on, like, middle school rumors. Because I feel like when I... Growing up, there are so many things that I think of as fact. But, like, they were just some stupid thing, bored sixth graders. And I were, like, just sh- shit-talking. And, like, Spongebob being originally made for, like, Adult Swim, I think, was one rumor. Like, the one about, oh, my God, Lady Gaga being a hermaphrodite? Is that... D- did you guys remember that, when people thought that she had both a dick and a vagina?
3: Uh, I remember here. Or was
2: that Sierra?
3: Oh, it was Sierra. Well,
2: Sierra. It was both, I think, though.
3: I remember the Sierra one, though.
2: Yeah, Sierra. God, I mean, Sierra did not deserve that. No, <laughs> like we were bullies as kids. Jesus, I
3: remember the Marilyn Manson one, the famous one about how he like had his ribs removed. You, you hear that one? <gasps>
2: so he <we> could <gasps> his, yeah. his. Yes, I'm so sorry for the bleeping you're gonna have to do for that one, but um <laughs> oh my god, maybe this is like a this is an episode theme. Wow, I just feel like where we debunk. Yeah, like let's debunk. Let's. In fact or myth, this bitch, or whatever that show was. Mythbusters? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Mythbusters. All right. So my brain cells are hanging on by a thread. Thank you. Did you get into any of the scripted stuff like Last of Us, Chris? Did you watch that? Like any of these scripted shows? Last of Us. No, I didn't watch Last of Us, but I did watch someone from the last. Wait, Last of Us? Was that on ABC? HBO. Oh, I'm. Th- oh, that was the one about like mushrooms and mold or something. Yes. Oh, I was thinking of All of Us. I think.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a show. I. He, there was some guy who was married to a Selling Sunset realtor, and that's how I know. Of it. oh my god, I watched S- Selling Sunset season six. Sorry, I just whoo. What an alliteration! That show is. Just pure dumpster fire trash. And I love it. I grew up watching The Hills and it's the same executive producer, I think. And it is exactly the same, just with like a more insane soundtrack. It is. Oh my God. I eat that shit up. It is quite literally so produced. And I quite literally (laughs) (laughs) eat that up. (laughs) Mm. Love it. Um, All right, let's hear from another one of y'all on a voicemail, um, because I've done a lot of talking. Hi,
4: Chris. I saw your Instagram story about calling in about the joys of being queer. Yes. And I just wanted to say I love being gay. I grew up in a very small town where i did have or did not know like what being gay was no representation and that's why representation fucking matters because when i moved away for college and met more queer people i discovered that i wasn't back gay. and my obsession with bella from twilight um <laughs> meant something a little more when i was young anyways um i now have a wonderful girlfriend and we just you hauled like a few months ago ah. and everything's great and being gay like really showed me the love that I did not know existed and it's just so wonderful and so amazing and just very pure and I love it. I love being gay. I love the community of queer friends that I have. And f- all the homophobic and transphobic people out there trying to take away people's rights. But anyways, happy Pride month. Happy love Pride you all.
2: Month. Bye. Oh. That is so cute, and I love that Bella Swan was your gay awakening. Even on a cringier note, not that Bella Thorne is or Bella <laughs> Bella Thorne would be a little cringy. <laughs> Bella Swan, my gay awakening. I realized the other day, one of them, I think. <laughs> so my, fr- <laughs> this is so f- mortifying. <laughs> So, like, my bi-awakening was I (laughs) would watch Trading Spaces (laughs) on DLC. And the only reason I remembered this is because my friend just showed me this show called Rock the Block. And it's hosted by this guy from Trading Spaces, Ty Pennington. And I remembered that, well, he aged horribly. But I had the biggest crush on him when I was younger. I... Don't even know why. I think if I looked at a picture of him right now, I mean, I was going to say I would puke in my mouth a little. Not like not that. I know Ty, Chris. You know him? Yeah, so be be gentle. Be gentle. No, I'm not being like mean. I'm just saying like, I think my taste then was like, ooh, a tall lanky tan man. Like ooh, how hot. With the name Ty too, I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but I remember going to like the TLC website and printing out all of the people on trading spaces just so I could print out Ty Pennington. That is so fing cringy. But oh and then Shania Twain was my Shania Twain was my female sex awakening. Like she was the OG Hillary Duff for me, and then Hillary Duff was like the full on obsession.
3: Oh, Ty Pennington was the move that bus guy?
2: Yes, he was the move that bus guy. Extreme Home Makeover. Yeah, he did so many shows. He's like a makeover mogul. Move that bus. Oh, my God. Yeah, move that bus. I couldn't remember if that was him or not because I wasn't a huge extreme makeover person because I was like, all right, I'm like 10. This is really sad. Um, But Trading Spaces was always fun, especially when people hated their rooms. Oh, why do we not have a Trading Spaces reboot unless it's fully still on the air which i guess could still fully be a possibility <laughs> oh my god that show was lit they would do the cr- did any of you guys watch that uh, extreme homemaker or whatever no trading spaces uh I don't- clearly not you were too busy going to cool festivals that people <laughs> wish they met you at <laughs> <laughs> or something like that but yeah ty pennington was one of my first Bio awakenings and move that bus more like bus it down move that bus it down (laughs) that is so so wrong on so many levels yet so right um speaking of wrong we're gonna talk about homophobia (laughs) no i want to kind of touch back at what we were talking about earlier in the episode of just why i think it's important to have things like pride month i did just recently wreck a bitch on tiktok um, who went out of her way to go to Target to talk about the Pride Collection and how they're forcing gayness and transness on kids? When first of all, kids can't even f-ing read. All they're seeing is a rainbow and going, "Ooh, rainbow!" Like none of them are saying, oh, "Rainbow, I want to f- some." F-. Like, I mean, that's just not happening. They're not like, "I'm gay now." That's not how being gay. F- works also but this girl goes to target and out of her way she shows some sort of underwear or bikini bottom that she said was like why does this have to be in the children but she's in the adult section like she's just straight up making shit up about it and then it also bothers me of all these christian people boycott target boycott target if they took all of the clothes out of the store and just replaced them with rainbow shit and pride shit. Okay. Maybe I could be like, I would get your, I would be like, I would like some non rainbow clothes as well. I would, I would get it. You still have the same options. Just don't buy it. And can you imagine the entitlement of going into a store and expecting it to serve your lifestyle. Choosing to be Christian is a lifestyle choice. Being gay, trans, queer, lesbian, bi, any of those, that isn't a choice. That's not the choice, bitch. And that's something that's been really bothering me is the fact that like, I grew up Catholic, and I can't imagine having walked around feeling like that was the superior and right option. It blows my mind how, like, they're like, well, in the Bible, no f- fence. I don't care about your fantasy novel. It does not apply to me because I don't believe in it. Just because I believe in magic and Harry Potter doesn't mean I can cast a spell as much as I'd love to have Vada Kedavra, some of you hoes. Like, I swear to God, it drives me nuts. Have your religion. I respect that. When you're making your religion this grandstand ideology that people need to follow or they're bad, that's a problem. If you're going to live your life like that, shut the f*** up, register people as bad in your head, and carry on with your day where you're supposed to be spreading kindness. Instead, you're supporting legislation that forces kids out of the closet and punishes them for being exactly who they are when it's already hard enough. like You're really going to sit there and do all of this when our country is a giant shithole and we just had to raise the debt ceiling? And you're worrying about what kids are doing in their free time? The only reason children are in danger is because of the f-ing legislation and hatred and, like, violence that people who are apparently supporting children and wanting to protect children are putting out there. It blows my mind at the hypocrisy. And the fact that that hypocrisy isn't just so blatant to these people. It It's really... Like, I can't imagine growing up now. Like, when I grew up and I, like, knew that I also liked guys, I... I mean, that was already so scary and I felt like that was the end of the world. I can't imagine now when they are so vocally making laws and statements and rhetoric that is just so damaging and hurtful and violent. It... It, it just makes me so sad that this is what it's come to. Like, what? Why should I go out of my way, let alone alter my life, because my neighbor wants to f*** someone of the same gender? Why does that matter? I don't care. I mean, if they're f-ing, taking used condoms and throwing them in my yard, yeah, then maybe I'll have a problem because then it affects me. But if you're going to read the Bible about loving thy neighbor and this and that fucking walk the walk. If you're going to talk the talk, it's so f-ing annoying or just don't even bring religion into it and just say you're a piece of shit. Like if you just own the fact that you hated people for who they are, I'd respect you a whole lot more. Granted, it's still little, but I'd at least respect you a lot more than blaming some book that didn't even talk about gay people. It was talking about pedophiles. Like it just, and ah, Oh my God, you guys, you guys want to worry about children's genitals and what they, those children feel how they identify. And yet, The people touching children's genitals are priests, are police officers, are teachers, are people in positions that are to protect children. Bitch, bye. The call is coming from inside the chapel. I'm done. I'm so f***ing done. When is a drag queen? I've never heard of a drag queen killing someone, touching someone inappropriately, touching a child inappropriately. Once you can show these receipts of how big of a problem y'all are making it out to be, then we can talk. But until then, shut your toothless mouth, bitch. (sighs) That's all I have to say. Anyways, this is why we have voicemails, so I have to stop talking. (laughs) Let's hear from one of you guys. Hi. Bella
1: and Shay.
4: Oh, Bella and Shay. We're really high. We just went to joint. And we're eating cheesy bread. And I just wanted to say that I just love being gay, man. That's it. I just like being gay. (laughs) and i just love like women (laughs) (laughs) also women women is gay okay bye
2: women okay thank you so much for that insightful insightful voicemail i want to join this little blunt rotation that seemed like a really fun time Now, before we carry on, I wanna thank one of the sponsors of today's episode, which is Helix Sleep. If you guys don't know, they have supported me endlessly as well as this podcast. Now, Helix is a premium mattress and a box company that takes all of your unique wants and needs in a mattress and they ship it right to your door. All of the beds in my house are Helixes and they are just like, I already look forward to going to bed, like upon waking up and their mattresses make getting into bed So worth living a long day. (laughs) They're like the best, and they have been for years and years and years. Like, they haven't gotten worse. Like, I've had a mattress, like after a year it was shit. Not Helix, girl. Now the Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Now you might be wondering how will Helix know what the perfect mattress is for me if it's online and I don't have to go to one of those creepy mattress stores. Well, you take the Helix sleep quiz and you find your perfect mattress in under two minutes and your personalized mattress is then shipped straight to your door free of charge. When I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, I said what bed size I was looking for. I said that I'm a side sleeper and I like a medium firmness. I was matched up with the Helix Midnight Luxe and it is that girl, my God! I literally think about my mattress so many times in the day and I know it's probably not normal. Now, Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, which is why they offer a 100-night risk-free trial you can try out your new Helix mattress, see how your body adjusts. And if you decide it's not the best fit, you're welcome to return it for a full refund. And on top of that, Helix mattresses are American-made and come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And remember, you gotta try it out for hundred nights risk-free. Now for those interested, Helix is offering our Unhinged listeners up to $350 off all mattress orders, plus two free pillows when you go to helixsleep.com slash unhinged. That is helix sleep. Dot com slash unhinged. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. So go to helixsleep.com slash unhinged, and with Helix, better sleep starts now. Now, I do want to thank another sponsor of today's episode, which is Loopy. Now, for those of you who don't know, I am the creative advisor for Loopy, and Loopy is here to offer a new perspective on protein with the lupini bean. Now, lupini beans are a bean with the highest concentration of plant-based protein and are the only low-carb bean out there in a addition they are packed with gut healthy fiber they have three times more protein than eggs and two times more protein than chickpeas now loopy started with protein bars that i have found to be in my opinion the best protein bars out there they don't taste fake and shitty to put it bluntly and now loopy has expanded to create a lupini bean powered vegan pasta tapping into the lupini power it's making tasty sustainable plant-based fuel that will keep you running like a boss now in the lupini pasta there is 14 grams of protein which is twice as much as regular pasta 17 gram net carbs which is less than half of regular pasta and 12 grams of gut healthy fiber which is four times as much as regular pasta it's vegan, non-GML, gluten-free and kosher and it comes in three shapes penne, rotini and elbows my pantry, literally if I turned the camera and opened it is filled with this pasta because it is so good and it's such a great way to get fiber and protein, which are two things that I desperately look for in food. Now, if you're wondering where you can find it, you can find it on Amazon at getloopy.com, G-E-T-L-U-P-I-I, and it's nationwide in Sprouts and in Erewhon. Now you guys can use the link down below and use code CHRIS20 for 20% off your orders of protein bars and their pasta. I really do feel so lucky to be a part of the Loopy team. It's a female founded company that was started to create a better bar and it wanted to take the health of people and also the planet into consideration. And I'm just really proud to be a part of it. So go check out the link, use code Chris 20 and let's get back to the episode. Now we're going to do some more pop culture segments because one, I never know what's going on in the world. And two, I had such a fun time doing this last time and yeah the producers Jake and Sam and Justin all compiled some <gasps> I see one of the stories and I'm so excited okay first up Nicki Minaj producing starring in sitcom about her life for ABC Family The half-hour comedy based on the rapper's immigration from Trinidad in the early 1990s with her family will focus on her upbringing in Queens, New York, and her subsequent rise to fame. The still-untitled show's pilot is slated to shoot in Queens this winter. Breaking news, Nicki Minaj is executive producing and appearing in a new ABC Family comedy based on her life, ABC Family tweeted. The truffle-butter singer 32 retweeted the network's announcement a short time later. This is one of the more unique adventures I've ever embarked on, Minaj said in a statement about the show on Tuesday. I love that ABC Family is doing a show about Nicki Minaj, and in the article about it, they reference to her as the truffle butter singer. If you do not know what truffle butter is, I would say Google it, but I would love to be the one to introduce you to this. It is when you use lube and you do anal... (laughs) And the lube gets a little brown from, you know, the the great hole. And then that's truffle butter. I believe. Is that, am I correct? I believe you brought to you by ABC Family. <laughs> I can't wait till they go to the her penning of truffle butter. Like, I mean, I just, I'm excited because one, I think she does have a very interesting upbringing um and i think it will be really cool to i just like the idea of instead of doing like a documentary or a biopic the idea of having it being an ongoing series about like someone's growth in life i think is really exciting i'm interested to see how they do it but i'm excited oh my god i might actually watch abc family for the first time um now the next story Is one that I actually read on my own because this is like the center of all of my niches, my niche interests. Elizabeth Holmes is in the same prison as Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw. Elizabeth Holmes is serving time in federal prison alongside another notable inmate, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw. On Tuesday, Holmes 39 reported to Federal Prison Camp Bryan in Texas, a minimum security prison facility that houses 655 female offenders. The, the disgraced founder of blood testing company Theranos began her 11-year, three-month prison sentence on Tuesday. The FBI, or the Bureau of Federal Prisons confirmed to people. I was trying to be slick and... Abbreviate it, but it wasn't the right thing. According to the BOP, Shaw49 is also imprisoned at Bryan FPC, about 100 miles outside of Houston. Both Shaw and Holmes were convicted on fraud charges. I, <clears throat> I mean, Jen Shaw's arrest and like demise was like the reason I started watching Real House of Salt Lake City. It's, it combines like a crime doc with reality television, and both of those are my favorite thing. And that's how I got into it. And then when I saw this article, I haven't seen the... um, What's the Theranos? It's like the Inventing Anna, but on Hulu for Theranos. What was that called? With Elizabeth Holmes? Yeah. Oh, The Dropout. That's what it was called. I think she won an award for it, too. Now, I've never seen The Dropout, but I really probably should... But these two, the idea of them being in prison together, especially after I've heard news that Jen Shaw's putting on, like, a real inmates of prison play or musical. <laughs> like, I, we need cameras in there. I know it's against the law or, like, against the rules or whatever the giggity gag is. But it, I need it. I need this f- content. Like, can we slip her a webcam? Like, can we, oh, And then I saw pictures of her in her, like, little tan get-up that paparazzi, I guess, caught of Jen Shah. And I was like, oh, I just can't wait to see these people after they get out of prison, which I know is kind of f***ed up. But, like, Jen Shah being a filler queen and a Botox legend, I'm like, whoa, I want to see what that face looks like post-prison because I don't think she can get injections while she's in there. Oh, my God. I mean, this is just, like, oh, when I saw this story, I was... So excited. (sighs) Next up, Al Pacino, 83, wait for it, is set to become a father again. Hollywood actor Al Pacino is set to become a father again at the age of 83 with his, another, wait for it, 29-year-old girlfriend expecting a child. I am sorry. I would never let an 83-year-old come dump inside of me. That is crazy. The actor best known for his roles in Scarface and the Godfather series has three other children, two with Beverly D'Angelo and one with Jan Tarrant. He joins a growing list of older fathers. At the age of 79, actor Robert De Niro has recently welcomed his seventh child. So I just want the thought process on this because as a 29-year-old, I feel almost too old to be having children. Which I know is irrational, but eighty-three. Okay, so your kid's going to be born when you're eighty-three or eighty-four. It's going to turn seven, and you'll be ninety or ninety-one.
3: Yeah, the stat that bugged me was when they turn eighteen, he'll be one hundred and one.
2: <laughs> I don't have a rebuttal to that. I have I have nothing to say.
3: I think it's f-ed up.
2: <laughs> that is. So gross. Just because you can have a baby does not mean you should. And like Robert De Niro, I'm a fan of his, like his movies and acting and shit. 79, buddy, come on. Your kid's going to turn 21 and you will be 100. <laughs> does that not... Like if someone told me, hey, if you had a kid now, they would turn 21 when you're 100. Booger, come here. <laughs> yeah, booger. I'm. I'm. Even booger's uh, like, shook by this. She's like, "What the f is going on in this shit?" Yeah, you tell him, booger. In terms of these these older men having these children at such
3: a like senior age, I wonder if they're just trying to make sure that they have they don't need history tutors when the kids get old enough to study in high school. <laughs> They'll have like an in
2: house history tutor because they're going to be hundred years old. Oh, I didn't even understand where you're going with that, but (laughs) I was like, what? I don't get it. Because they're old, Chris. No, I got, no, I, that's, let's not age shame now, Jake. (laughs) Just kidding. They're too old. (laughs) Next up, Taylor Swift fans claim post-concert amnesia due to bizarre phenomenon taylor swift's eras tour should be a night to remember spanning 52 dates 20 stadiums 10 albums and 44 songs each show lasting more than three hours but multiple fans are experiencing signs of amnesia after attending the concert post-concert amnesia is real jenna tokel tillin 25 told time magazine is that just a fan (laughs) or is that like a scientist tokatillion from new york went to see swift at gillette stadium in massachusetts but she had spent so long dreaming about what it would be like to see the singer in person she later claimed she couldn't grasp what was reality experts say that there's a reason behind this occurrence and you don't even have to be at a concert for it to take place this is not a concert specific phenomenon it can happen anytime you're in a highly emotional state Ewan McNay, an associate professor in the Department of Psychology at the State University of New York at Albany, told Time, high levels of emotions have a lot to do with the feelings of forgetfulness. So is that why I don't remember a goddamn thing? Is because I am always so emotional? (laughs)
3: Like,
2: I'm not even kidding. I'm like, uh, also, yeah, I guess I too don't really remember a good chunk of the concert. it's not because I was like drunk, although I did take a bunch of little exotic gummies. Um, I don't, there was just a huge part that was kind of a blur, mostly because I was, there was just so much going on. I mean, the stage was first of all, huge and her sets were like, like she brought a whole house on the stage. And I was like, miss ma'am, what? Um, So that's interesting. I don't, I wouldn't have thought that I had post-concert amnesia, but maybe I do. But I wonder really if that is a reason why I don't remember a lot of things because I am so emotional or something I do a lot is I will hype things up in my head. Like if I'm like going to like a Beyonce concert front row, which I am and I th- have done this now. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to see us and bring us up on stage. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, Chris doll. No, this is why you're also so disappointed all the time is because... I'm sitting here, I'm like, Beyonce's going to see us and want to be our friend. <laughs> like, um, So I wonder if that... Huh. I'm going to have to look more into this and maybe I'll report back next week. Do we have another voicemail?
0: Hi, Chris. Hi. And Sam and Justin and Jake. Love you guys. So here it's is. Pride Month, bitch. It As is. We are coming in hot. We have Ooh, to because all this anti-LGBTQ shit all over this country... Not here for it. And I know you aren't either. You're a huge inspiration to me, honestly, as a bisexual person that lives authentically and isn't afraid to live authentically. And I want that for everybody in our community. This. I just recently got a job with the Wisconsin LGBT Chamber of Commerce. Yes, bitch. She's college graduated and actually using her degree. Period. So excited. So I'm literally getting to live out my dreams of supporting LGBTQ plus owned and operated businesses in my state. It's definitely a struggle sometimes to find support, find community, find love. So I wanna do that. I want that to be my career and I'm starting off on the right foot, obviously. But I just wanna send a message to all my Wisco loves that there are people here who support you and who love you and who want to see you shine and live your life happily in this state and in our country. So
2: Dare I say the I'm world just here to
0: say happy pride, pride it up, be loud and proud, double down on all of it, let them know we all know who them is, okay? Let them know that we're not going anywhere. Stonewall was a riot and we'll do it again, okay? So that's all I have to say. Being queer is fing awesome. I don't want to hear it from anybody that it's not. And yeah. Happy pride, y'all. Love you. Bye. Woohoo!
2: Look at me. Oh wait. Okay. That's it. Well, I was I shut up. Okay. I know I missed it. I thought no, no, I didn't, didn't miss it. I thought in fact I nailed it. No, you did. Um whatever. <laughs> um I think it what you said about there are people who care and want you to be happy. I think that is so important, especially right now where we are in, oh my God, the world. It's so hard to feel like there are people fighting for you and wanting the best for you. But as much as it feels like there are people wanting you to disappear and be diminished There are so many more people like on your side. It's just that the people against you have no decorum or volume level to which they will scream their horrendous garbage. And therefore it feels like a majority. But just know that if you're in the closet or questioning or anything, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people might tell you there is. But listen, if those people don't matter to you, their shit shouldn't matter either. So I was going somewhere with that. But my brain was like, and boop. (laughs) It's been happening a lot lately where I'll just be like mid-sentence and I'm like, girl, what the f*** are you saying? And sometimes it just happens to be on a recorded podcast for the internet to consume so on that note happy pride to all of my lgbtqia plus girlies out there be safe most importantly and never let someone diminish your shine baby you've got this you're important you're loved and You are wanted 100% the way you are. Unless you're a bitch, which in that case, (laughs) rock on. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. As always, thank you to Justin, Sam, and Jake for being here and helping out. And um, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us. Video episodes, youtube.com slash Chris. trying to think if there's anything else. I can't, so... Goodbye.